welcome back to another offering of the Secretary of Child and Youth Protection's podcast series. My name is Deacon Bernie Nohadera. I'm the Executive Director of the Secretary of Child and Youth Protection with the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. And with me today, I'm honored to be with His Eminence, Daniel Cardinal Donardo, Archbishop of Galveston, Houston, and the current President of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. Your Eminence, how are you? Deacon Bernie, I'm doing well. I just got in today from uh, doing the right of election. Uh, we did it four times in uh, Houston yesterday. We have so many catechumens coming into the church at Easter, so I'm, uh, I'm full of hope and joy. And at the same time, uh, you come here to Washington, you're always tired. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Your Eminence, and God bless you, and, and God bless all those that are entering into this holy season of Lent. Um, you just came back from Rome, and I know that was a rather important uh, event. If you could kindly share with us your role as the president of the USCCB, and, and how does that relate to addressing the current uh, sex abuse crises, the cover-up crises? Sure. Well, as president, I'm elected by my brother bishops for a term of three years. To uh, I'm not so much directing as I'm helping to orchestrate things, uh, carrying things along. And this extremely crucial issue on the sex abuse crisis, which has come to dominate uh, us in the past uh, uh, eight or nine months, I would have to say that I consider my first role is to help the bishops remain focused on keeping the survivors and the vulnerable before them. Uh, much of the, many of the details we have to be involved in, and rightfully so, there are details, have to see their focus always in, um, in helping those who have been hurt, and in fact, to keep them front and center. Uh, in light of that, uh, at the June plenary assembly that we're going to have, uh, one of the things we want to do is to put together some documents on concrete action bishops can do to enhance their accountability and how important that is. In fact, we'll, we, we are looking at four documents um, that we'll be discussing and voting on, uh, and we hope that they will pass, that that will in, intensify uh, the role of bishops. Uh, accountability is very important. In the, um, in the meeting we just had in Rome about two or three weeks ago, that was the big word that came out uh, for all the bishops throughout the world who were meeting there, that bishops have to be accountable. Uh, the culture in the United States has, has brought us a charter some years ago, and the uh, charter has worked well in terms of priests and deacons and making sure we follow procedures and they're accountable uh, in their lives. But uh, we need to do some more work uh, with bishops. And so uh, if the Global Summit kept emphasizing that we have to make our culture seriously about victims and survivors, that we have to change the culture to make sure that is uppermost in our mind, I think we can say the, the U.S. has been good in terms of its charter of protection. But even though we put a heavy emphasis on survivors, there's still more we can do, though I think children are safer. But there's, and, and that involves the bishop. Exactly. Relationship building, yeah. transparency, uh, uh, if you will, a consistent means of carrying out practices of 
outreach and right. dealing with allegations. Uh, I think also, too, just in terms of uh, semantics, you know, how, how are we defining our certain words? How are we understanding, you know, mm -hmm. for example, with the U.S., we're now talking about vo the vulnerable population, adult-on-adult uh, -adult type situations, right. that type of right. harassment. So, so we're constantly, if you will, needing to look at the signs of the times and making sure that our documents, our process, our procedures are able to align with those, with those signs of the times and making sure that we are staying current with those needs. Okay, uh, I could see that. Yeah, it makes sense to me that we're not checking off boxes. We're actually listening right. to things going And on. I think that goes back to your change of the culture that yeah. you're talking about. Okay. It's, it's about a mindset. Mm -hmm. It's about an awareness that people have. And I, I agree with you. We have our audits, for example, and in some ways, sometimes it could be just about checking off the boxes. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a culture, it's an attitude. I, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I, the, the Holy Father talked about the synodality of this and that this situation is definitely a global situation at this mm -hmm. point. Um, how has the culture in the U.S., if you will, perhaps been, if you will, uh, a, a way to help others uh, around the globe? Sure. Or, how, you know, how does our culture maybe affect or what do other cultures need to do in, their, in, 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 you know, in terms of coming up to speed with, with this right. issue of child abuse? You know, one of the things that we've been dealing with this for almost 20 years in the United States, and the Charter of Protection for Young People, 2002, 2004, those years, um, put the United States in a position where we had the means and we have the procedures that have worked relatively well. Uh, we can tweak them, we can do some other things, but... In fact, even some other cultures have looked at the Charter for some ways to address it. Why is it that not everybody just doesn't do the Charter? Well, uh, Deacon Bernie, uh, different cultures have this issue in different ways. People react to things differently. One of the matters I saw in February were so many cultures that would say, we don't have this problem. They had to say, we do have this problem. There is no culture that doesn't have this problem in the church right now. And that we need to do it, though, our way. In other words, we need to confront what are the biases, what are the prejudices in our culture that can keep us from seeing what goes on. And sometimes the United States way of doing things has been of help, that's all. I don't know if it's going to help everyone, but it certainly has been some of help. And the fact that it's both, uh, though others may disagree, it, it is very... Uh, Universal in the United States. In other words, it, it, it dominates in a diocese. So the question now is not a matter of if, but when. Mm -hmm. And I think the Holy Father also gave us the green light to, to, to move on with what we need to do, but to also respect the cultural nuances that are out right. there yeah. and to respect the way that people address these things. In our, in our U.S. church alone, just the, the Hispanic communities, their understanding of dealing with this and, and where they place the priests in terms of the respect and the honor uh -huh. for, for, for the culture. Sure, I think that would be true, Deacon Bernie. I think also, uh, and, and I say this because we, the church lives in, in various countries, you know, some churches are going to need some help because they don't have the resources sure. for this. I mean, that was said by a number of bishops sure. from, we would like, to, we'd probably call developing countries. Sure. Uh, they recognize the issue. They're looking for help of how they can get resources to put this into concrete action. So, Anything we can do to help, yes, we, we would be more than sure. happy to, I mean, to, to help. They may come partially to the United States for that. Correct, you know, correct. Uh, so in terms of changes that still need to happen 
uh, to move forward within the church or the U.S. What, what would you have to say in regard to that? What, what more areas do we need to grow? Well, the accountability of bishops has to grow. I mean, that's one of the things we're looking at, uh, finding some procedures that will uh, help bishops they make them uh, accountable. You know, the Charter never mentions the bishops. That's one reason why we're looking at this so much now. So you make them accountable that uh, they can be, allegations can be made, how do you do it with the bishops? It's those kind of things. Sure. Uh, I think they'll have to be stretched and, and seen for what they are. Uh, for instance, part of what we have uh, looking at in June is what about something that doesn't require any extra canon law, but let's say a bishop is retired or is uh, taken out of office, what's he allowed to do? Mm-hmm. You know, these are very delicate issues and the next bishop has to try to mm-hmm. deal with. So I think those are the kinds of things we have to do. I think we always have to look at how are we uh, approaching those who have been hurt to keep accompanying them, to use the, the language of Pope Francis. They need to be accompanied. And uh, in some ways we're doing fine, in some ways there's more we can do. And that's what we have to do. Beautiful. Your Eminence, thank you so much for your time. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for your leadership, the role that you've taken in, in doing this. As they say, leaders have thick skin, and you've surely clearly shown the way with that, with, with your role, with your leadership. If, if I may ask, if, if we could close with a prayer. Oh, and that'd be beautiful. Let's do that, Deacon Bernie. <clears throat> Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, You have graced us, given us so much. You have also reminded us very powerful ways how we always, always must look after the young and the vulnerable, anyone who has been abused, and show them intensive care. Help us to continue what we have done well. Help us to repent in something we need to do better. Help us always to to be reminded that uh, the love that we show for those who seem to be the least in the consciousness of people, uh, that love is especially rewarded. Give us grace and strength to do your will, Father, through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit. May we recognize that we have to be good stewards of your love and compassion. We pray all this, Father, through your Son and in the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. 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 Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Dean Bertie, thank you very much. Oh, this has been good. Thank you, Your Eminence. You're a good questioner. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to Cardinal Donardo, Archbishop of Galveston, Houston, current president of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. Until we meet again, God bless you. Thank you, and God bless. <laughs>